Hello and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of X and Kuoni Travel Limited, and the citation for this case is 2019 UKSC 37. Much like last week's episode, this will be another shorter one, as we will be looking at a preliminary reference to the Court of Justice of the European Union, rather than a substantive judgement. I imagine that it is just a coincidence that we got two of these in a row, but then again perhaps the Supreme Court are asking their European counterparts as many questions as they can before the end of October. Anyway, in this case, X went on holiday to Sri Lanka with her husband in 2010. The trip was organised by the respondent in this case, Kuoni Travel Limited, and the two parties entered into a contract for the provision of a package holiday. One night during the holiday, X was making her way back to the reception of the hotel she was staying at when she came across an electrician who was employed by the hotel and was on duty at the time. This employee is referred to in the case as N, and he offered to show X a shortcut back to reception. Horrifyingly, N actually lured her to the engineering room where X was raped and assaulted. The present case is the claim for damages brought by X against the tour operator Kuoni, under the Package Travel, Package Holidays and Package Tours Regulations 1992 and or for breach of contract as well. In the High Court the claim was dismissed on the basis that a member of the maintenance staff escorting a guest to reception does not fall under the definition of a holiday arrangement that had to be performed to a reasonable standard under the contract between both of the parties. Furthermore, there would in any case be a defence under Regulation 15.2c2 of those 1992 regulations because the attack by N was not something that could have been foreseen by the hotel, even if they had operated with all due diligence and care. X appealed her case to the Court of Appeal, but was once again unsuccessful for similar reasons to those that had already been decided by the High Court. The justices did, however, also add that Kuoni would not be liable in these circumstances because N was not a supplier within the meaning of either the contract or the regulations. X was given permission to appeal to the Supreme Court, and that is where we will pick the case up. For the justices, there were two key issues to decide. In the first instance, it was necessary to determine whether the rape and assault of X represented an improper performance by Kuoni under the contract. Secondly, if this was an improper performance, then was liability excluded by the contract and or the regulations? As we already noted at the start of this episode, we will unfortunately not be getting an answer to those questions today because the justices decided to pose a couple of questions of interpretation to the Court of Justice of the European Union. That is because the regulations that we spoke of derived from Directive 90-314 on package travel, package holidays and package tours. Anyway, for the sake of these questions, the European Court was asked to assume that the guidance to reception was indeed within the definition of a holiday arrangement, and that the rape and assault represented an improper performance of the contract. With that in mind, the first question was whether the defence that the actions of N were unforeseeable could be applied in these circumstances, and how that defence under Article 5 of the Directive should be applied. The second question was, under the same provision, is the employee of the hotel a supplier of services or not? As with the case we discussed last week, it will be some time before we get an answer to these questions, and even longer before we have a full resolution to this case. 
Nevertheless, it is possible for us to have a brief discussion of some of the issues surrounding the case, and the best place to start is with the appalling trauma that X must have suffered. It is truly horrible to think that someone might be enjoying the holiday of a lifetime, only for something like this to happen. From the perspective of natural justice, it only seems right that X should be compensated for this in some way, but we can't afford for that to cloud our own judgement of this particular case. After all, it seems reasonable to say that the tour operator could not have foreseen the rape and assault, even if it were to be conceded that a guest being escorted to the reception did comprise a holiday arrangement. That is at least one area where X is likely to be successful, because if there were no liability for the acts and omissions of hotel employees, then that would serve to significantly undermine the 1992 legislation, and as Sarah Prager, a specialist barrister in this area, put it, the Court of Appeal judgment opens a Pandora's box whereby operators might have a defence in up to 80% of claims. If that is not overturned, then it would be very surprising, but even so, it is not likely to result in the overall success of the claim made by X. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this episode. Thanks as ever to bensound.com for providing the theme music. Remember, if you do get a chance to rate and review the podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, then that is hugely appreciated and makes a significant difference to producing this podcast and getting the uh, information out there. I'll be back with another case next week, but for now, bye!